Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another episode of Three Beers In. My name is Dom. Across from me, as always, is Rob, and there's no one else here. And together, yep. he and I are the founders and the hosts of Three Beers In. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing really well, Dom. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, let me tell you something. This is the final episode of 2017. It is. Okay. And we had a fantastic year. If we could really go back and look at like everything that we did... In 2017, it was impressive for us. We had a pretty yeah. good run. We had a blast of a year. <clears throat> okay. We were in a parade. We were in a parade. We and that's about it. Well, we got <laughs> no. We no, got, we did other stuff. I'm joking. We got some free stuff. We got some free crap. We, okay, um, we have free licensures now. Services on the thing. Oh yeah, we we okay. saved a little money in the in the podcasting uh, business. Business. We don't have. We lost we a lost, frog. We lost the frog. That's great. And Eric. And Eric, which, I mean, he was better than the frog. Yeah. But, you know, we decided that we are the only what else happened? beer podcast on Staten Island. It went kind of fast, didn't it? The year went really yeah. fast. I mean, on a personal level, I got engaged. You got engaged? What? Which was really awesome. Did you get engaged last year? No. I thought it was December. No, it was January. It was in January. Yeah, it was in January. Oh, yeah. Last January. Yeah. Yeah, last January. Right before uh, the inauguration, we had the live stream, which we, was we did the live stream, which was well, that was in November. It was a year before, but still. But well, it was tech. Oh uh, yeah, it was, well, it was the November. <laughs> it was November. But either way, whatever. It was awesome. It was incredible. Um, what else do we do? What else do we do? I don't know, man. We had a really good year. I, I think that uh, we really took off this year. We got we got emails from people. People have been tweeting at us. We found Beverage Island. We upped our engagement levels. We definitely to... upped our engagement level. We've reached more people than we had the year before. And I think in 2018, we're going to reach even more people. And I think it's going to be special for us because coming in 2018, we're not stopping. We're going to march in the parade again. Okay, Are we? We're going to... I mean, if they'll have us. <laughs> if they'll have us. Uh, we're that gonna... got expensive. <laughs> No, no, no! I think if the banner, the banner still the banner alive. is fucked. The banner right? still no. Wait, the, we can't use that banner again. We're gonna use it's the banner. It's been folded. So what? I don't give a fuck. We're gonna throw. We're gonna have shit to throw at people. Okay, it's gonna be fantastically yeah. spectacular. Um, and we might actually start live streaming. Uh, and and we're in talks with that. We're in talks. We're negotiating with that. We're negotiating with a couple of producers mm. to uh, to get us up on on YouTube. So, um. You know, for those of you that have been listening throughout the years, because now this is this was year two, right, of our podcast? Yes. For those of you that have been listening for years, you guys are the OGs. You are the firsts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we appreciate you all who listen. Seriously, we do. From the bottom of our drunken hearts, <laughs> we do. So yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is over. It is. Are you a little sad? I'm a little sad. <clears throat> I'm a little sad because, like... So much goes into the preparation for Christmas. Like I know. The, everything that, you know, the feel it's of it. There's a lot of build-up for Christmas. There's a big build-up. I had a really spectacular Christmas. Oh, really? Me okay. too. I, was, I had a great Christmas Eve, a great Christmas Day, and uh, going back to work was really rough. But Really? I went back for the first time to work today since I don't know how you can do that. Thursday of last <laughs> Like, I don't think I'd be able to, to, to bring myself to, to do that. Like, to just... Like, emotionally, physically... Like your body flips into a different mode, right? After a Dude, while. Let me tell you, the Tuesday I fucking could not get up for the life of me. Really? I'm falling asleep on Today the bus going in. Like I'm, I'm nodding off. I'm like a junkie right now. <laughs> Every two seconds, I'm just nodding off. Uh, 
<laughs> that was me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you could have told me. Sorry. The show's almost over, so. Whew. All right, thank you, everybody. <laughs> we had a great time listening to the. <laughs> That'd be pretty spectacular. That'd be good. That. But what'd you get for Christmas? Anything crazy? Uh, Anything spectacular? Anything that like you know is off the charts? Yeah, I got some cool stuff. You yeah. know, I got a I got a piano bench from. Uh, what the fuck? Really? I asked for one. From my mom and my brother, I think they got a it. Piano bench. Well, it said Santa brought it for me, so. Oh well, then obviously they did not. Yeah, they may have put a good word in. I got some like Aaron got some, got me some cool stuff. She made me a blanket. She made you a yeah. Bl- oh yeah, doesn't she knit? She yeah, well she or knit crochet? onto the back the blanket. It's really warm. She knit onto the what? She didn't make the blanket itself. I don't think. What? But she, it's a modified. But you'll see. I don't a know modified blanket. Why would I see? The... You want to take a nap later? Wait, what the fuck is a modified blanket? It's like a blanket, and it's like got stuff on it. So well, what's on it? It's my. She put an R on it. Oh, for for for, for Rue. For, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought it was a um, clever. Hey, what do you call it? I thought it was a a, a llama. When I first saw it, <laughs> it looked very llama like. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. You were probably disappointed it wasn't. I I did say that. I was yeah. like, I would have liked the llama. The R's The R's pretty good too. I got a um. What I get? I got a lot of work shirts, which is great. Did you? Oh, I got so many socks. She got me cool socks oh, too. Oh man, how cool! They're space socks. No, oh, what the fuck? Like from outer space? Yeah, or they have outer space outer, on them. No, they're from outer space. Oh, are you kidding me? Are they yeah. made of meteorite? No, moon dust. Moon dust socks. <laughs> yeah. You fucker. Damn. So. Exactly. <laughs> I got a, I got a, an, I got a nice little Rangers bag for back and forth through work. Oh, you did? I thought um, you were going bagless. What happened? I went bagless for a little bit, but then, like, I mean, it, it, it was convenient, but I didn't like carrying my lunch in in the plastic bag. Because yeah, oh. I bring my breakfast and lunch with me. Can we talk me. about that? Spend the money. Yeah. Uh, on a side note, there I've seen go. people walk around with lunch boxes. Yeah, I would do I'd, it. You, I would do it. You would? Oh, you don't yeah. feel like a little kid? Well, I mean, is like, there a fucking Toy Story on it? Or it's is like it a, a, it's like a yeah, a Buzz Lightyear. There's like, a Buzz Lightyear. There's a man. You've seen a man and or a woman with a yeah. Buzz Lightyear. This beer is tough. I know. This beer will put hair on your chest. We'll but. get to it in a minute. But yeah, I would do it because you know why? Like I've, especially like a lot of people maybe they don't have refrigerators where they work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you put one of those cool packs in one of those insulated little bags, okay. You got yourself a cold. You say you got you got hard boiled eggs. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what accent that was. Hard boiled. You got yourself some hard hard boiled. You went like eggs. half Canadian, half Southern man. You got hard boiled eggs. <laughs> All right, and then you got if it's compartmentalized, 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 compartmentalized. You could have a hot section too. Wait, and that's where you, you can't put your... have hot in the lunchbox. Yeah, you can. You crazy? You could do cold top, hot bottom. That's no. why they look like that. That's why they got that 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 curve. I thought it was cold bottom, room temperature top. Why would you do room temperature top if you could put? How a... could you possibly do hot top? Imagine you put a hot pocket in the hot top. <laughs> you don't make the hot pocket beforehand. You crazy? If you could have a hot top, hot pocket, and then like when you go for lunch. Hours later in that pocket hot. Well, you're eating hot pocket for lunch? For breakfast? No. No, Wait. no. Cold breakfast because you got your... Cold pockets? Cold... No. <laughs> Not cold pockets. Hot pockets. You got hot pocket top and you got... Hot pockets. You got cold, bro. <laughs> you know, like your hard-boiled eggs. Ew. Right? 
hard-boiled, not hot-boiled. Hot-boiled. You don't like hard-boiled eggs? I do. You know what you do? You put a little they're, salt they're on them. stinky, though. You know, I never smelled eggs. I never had stinky eggs. You never had, you've never smelled a hard-boiled egg? It smells like stinky eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I just got finished saying I never smelled a stinky <laughs> egg. Like, I never actually... Ah, wait, careful now. I never... That's very earthy. Oh. It makes you shiver. I'm wondering what's going to happen when I finish this beer. But anyway, um, I'm an advocate for Lunchbox. If it's going to get your lunch or breakfast in good condition for mealtime, then why not? Why not? Why the hell not? I, what else I got? I got a... Dude, I got a beer stein um, ornament. I got Das Boot beer mug. Okay. You got the do- the boot? I got the boot. I got another... Who got you that? Ari got me. Uh, cool. I got another beer mug, right, from someone else. I was like, do I have... I think I might have a problem. People said, I have an alcohol problem. No one got you alcohol No gifts. one's buying me... I mean, my brother got me some wine. Oh, he got, he got you some wine? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, why don't you tweet at us what gifts you got? Maybe we can buy you the same exact thing. But with that, we're going to start the <laughs> beer review. And this week, we are drinking from Evil Twin Brewing, which is out of Brooklyn, New York. A little beer that they, a little itty bitty, dainty little beer they like to call Molotov Heavy. And here's the description on the website. Despite the crudeness, it is tricky to make an effective Molotov cocktail. Despite the unruly nature of the rebel, it is very tricky to resist uh, accepted conventions. Molotov. It went right where the fucking pixels are dropped out. I can't really read. But this thing is so fucked up. You think we can get a laptop for Christmas? Molotov Heavy is a Tour de France. Tour de Force. (laughs) Tour de France. How many times do you say Tour de Force? How many times do you say Tour de France? I mean, I've heard Tour de France more than anything else. Adjective? More than anything else, I've heard Tour de France. Molotov Heavy is a Tour de France in rebellious hoppiness. It's a heavy spark for action and by far one of the most anti-authoritative beers ever made by Evil Twin Brewing. Molotov Heavy is an Imperial IPA. On the can, what does it say here? It is an an Imperial uh, India Pale Ale. And uh, the reason I picked it up is because the... The alcohol by volume is 17.2%. Jesus Christ. Okay. And um, and we decided to, to get it. Well, I decided to get it. And, you know, I don't know why, but when I thought I was going to pour it in the glass, I thought the glass was going to explode for some reason. It's a very intimidating-looking beer. But then when you pour it out, it's just a, it's just a regular caramel-colored, amber-looking beer. With um, shit floating in it. There's there's definitely stuff floating in it. Uh, there's a lot of shit floating in it. Oh, is that stuff? Yeah. You well, you thought that was bubbles? I thought that, that was bubbles. That is shit. I don't know if it's shit. This is but... the strongest beer I have ever tasted see. in my entire life. It was brewed on eleven nine seventeen. So. So what? So I don't think it's gone by him. Oh no, it's, it's supposed it's a... to be like that. So. When you get it to the nose, there's a there's a strong earthiness. I don't smell alcohol, which is kind of like uh, like surprising. Um, there's like a pininess to it. it smells like a, a your conventional like IPA, nothing too um, out of control. But um, it definitely smells like it's a it's a, on the strong side. It's definitely you know it definitely smells like it's on the strong side. It has a it has a, a, a like that pininess to it, like I said. And um, what else do you smell, Rob? Do you smell anything uh, in particular? I smell alcohol and hops. Any licorice? No licorice. No licorice. I smell like a... There's like a... There's floralness to it. 
I don't really smell the alcohol. I smell like a uh, like a candied sugar kind of smell to it. You know? Mm, it's mostly hop, I smell. That's it. What about when you taste it? What do you get? When you taste it, it's... It, oh, it's God. extremely pungent. Okay. What did I say when I took the first sip? Mm, yeah. Fuck. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you started cursing up. All right, so... It's bad. It's not bad. It's it's very um, it's very boozy. Um, it hurts to drink it. It's not fun. It, it's a painful burn. It's almost like um, the alcohol is with you throughout the entire time. Now, in the beginning, on the like in the sip, there's a um, there's a strong hoppiness, very piney, peppery, citrus kind of taste. Um, ah. It's it's like from start to finish, it's extremely rough. I can't think of a and it single... isn't until you're done. There's a little earthiness, pining like IPA taste. This is to like it. a novelty beer. Yeah, like it's there's nothing good about it. It's not redeem. There's no redeeming quality in this. And I like high alcohol beers, but this tastes just like alcohol. That's it. It doesn't even taste like an IPA. It's like a. It, it's almost like you're having a carbonated whiskey. Yeah. Okay. It tastes pretty much like that. Like, I mean, I think I think it has a good. I mean, there's a lot of heat here. There's a lot of heat here that you're just not used to. Is it the hottest beer I've ever had in terms of like alcohol burn? Yes. Not really. What's worse than this? I've had some. Um, I've s- never had a beer where I went oh <laughs> at, at the end. I'm gonna be honest. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of a beer that had a worse or alcohol burn. But I will say this: I I thought it'd be a lot worse than this in terms of the That's alcohol. True. Okay, I thought it would be like, I mean, I would say like this is like the malt liquor of craft beer. Would you say? Except it's not cheap. Except it's not cheap. But, oh my uh, god! Ah, I'm only gonna do one. I can't even do two. It's like. It's like an atomic bomb of beer. It is. It's not a Molotov cocktail. It's an atomic bomb. You're having a trouble with... I see you, like, bucking. I don't over. like it. All right, take the alcohol out of it. I still wouldn't like it. There's nothing There's nothing there without the alcohol. Mm. It's just bitter. Now, there's a softness to it in the, in the beginning. Let me try a baby sip. Three beers and baby sip. It's going to be bad for you. No. It is sweet. There is a sweetness here, but it, it is very, um, extremely boozy, very earthy, like a, it's just, it's like, it's like if you were to take like, uh, like some fruits, like you're, you're, you're uh, almost like a dark rum flavor I'm getting here. You know what I mean? Like a dark rum, you say? Like a, what am I trying to say? It's hard to say. It's like I'm drinking an old fashioned, not even, I mean, that's what I mean. Okay. You know what I mean? Or, an old, or a Manhattan. Manhattan. You know? It's, it's rough. It, you know, but um, there, I think there's enough malt in there to just maybe give it some redeeming quality to save it. I would give it a, a, a maybe a six. Ugh. No, I'm giving it a three. It's terrible. You just hate it. I would you, never order this ever. You just hate it because of the booziness. I would never buy No, it's not the booziness. I, I, could, I could get past the booziness. Excuse me. It's the lack of anything else. It's just boozy. It'd be hard to drink more than one of these. It's like someone like just 
dropped a bunch of hops in in like Everclear. Yeah. And just let let the the like the shit like seep Ferment out. Ferment and everything. Yeah. That's it. There's no like there's nothing else there. It's giving me heartburn. I'm gonna have the worst heartburn of my life tonight. I know it. I'm gonna <sighs> eat like 50 tums. Maybe, you want to maybe pause it and try the other beer? Nah. We're, sure. gonna, we're just plowing through here. We can't. We can't go on. I mean, we we will go on. We can't go on. The show must not go on. So the anyway, show will go on. You know, I give it a three. You're going with the six. I'm going with the six. I mean, it it has some right, decent to a five. I it think. gives it has some decent IPA qualities to it. I think, but in the grand scheme of things, why don't you wake up a little bit? I'm sorry. Grand scheme of things, it's it's just way too boozy for me. It's no good. And it's funny because, like, you know, you're the boozy beer guy. Yeah, that's too much. We found the limit. And it's 17? 17. 17%. 17.2. It's too high. So. I wonder, um, I mean, I give him a lot of credit for going for it. Why the hell not? That's what, like, that's why I said it's a novelty beer. It's like, hey, let's make a really high alcohol beer. And there it is. I think if you you were striving for that, they did it, and it does have, like I said, it does have some redeeming IPA. It doesn't even look good. I want to know what's floating. in it. It's like white shit all over the place. I think that's the hop dust. It's like a new. It's not new, really. It's like a um, um, an additive. No, it's an additive that they're putting in a lot of beers now. It's it adds a hop. It's a dry hop uh, type Hmm. of uh, situation. I would have to inquire a little bit more about it. But I read about it. I think about a couple weeks ago. You see how it like kind of settles down? It's like a snow globe. But it's um, I think that's hopped up. Oh god! Imagine drinking the bottom. Oh, fuck! No, no drink. It's like you know what it looks like. You ever see snow caps in the movie theater? Mm-hmm. And like, you ever see the bottom of the box of the snow caps? I've never looked there. No. You gotta look in there. It looks just like that. Yikes! Anyway, so God, this is a terrible beer. So I'm getting ready for my trip. Where are you going? <laughs> that was a lot, a lot of dead air there. <laughs> that was fucking bad. No, it is. We're in. A, uh, we're in deep reflection about this beer because I mean, I mean, we've been doing this show. This is episode I think eighty three or eighty four mm-hmm. or, or eighty three or eighty four. There's only been a handful of beer that have, have done this to us. It's only been a handful of beer that have made us stop. Mm-hmm. One of them was like a non GMO, gluten free, blah blah black beer. A, that was a bad one, too. which we deleted. I think we deleted that episode. I think we'd be closer to uh, to to ninety by now, but we had to delete a whole bunch for the. No, old... the count was remains unadjusted. Uh, if you count the number of episodes, there are not eighty three. How many are there? There's probably like seventy five, but there are there were eighty three produced. Oh, okay, okay. So we. Oh, kept you, the... I didn't go back and adjust the numbers of every. All right, gee, well, there was we didn't start counting until yeah, but twenty still. something. You know, it's good. Yeah, yeah there's, there haven't been a lot of beers that have thrown us off like this. Like, I'm not I'm not really even enjoying... I, I think I'm going to change my rating. To what? I don't want to drink it anymore. I'm going to get through it, but I'm not going to like it. I just, it's like I just don't want to. I mean, this sucks because, like, you know, I look forward to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it doesn't suck like that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I enjoy something that's going to um, be different. <laughs> but physically... This is difficult to drink. Physically. It's repulsive. I mean, technically, that's the term you would want to use, but I think people would think differently when you use that word. I would say it's tough as nails to drink this. Okay. 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 I mean, like I should have had a Prilosec OTC. Before. <laughs> you should have like, prepped. You could have had it. a... 
You could put this on the commercial. You about to have yourself a Molotov, Larry? Get yourself a Protec OTC. Well, that's the Larry the Cable Guy doing it. Why is Larry the Cable Guy? He's the Protec OTC guy. No, he's not, is he? Yes, he was. I didn't know that. I mean, I don't even see... Com- you know why there's no commercials for Protec OTC anymore? Why? They found out that, like, it straight up causes dementia. No. Yeah, man. They did, like, a study. Dementia? Dementia. From heartburn medicine? Yeah. I don't know how. I mean, would you rather have heartburn? How do you think Reagan went down? Would you rather have heartburn or dementia? I think I'd... Uh, heartburn sucks. Yeah, dementia, you don't even know. All of a sudden, you, you're you in the supermarket, and the cops are like, you have to come with us. <laughs> we got to take you back home. <laughs> and you're like, well, I was just in my apartment. I'm just... <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> Fuck out of my house. It was funny, because I was walking down the street today in the bitter cold, and... Um, it just it brought me back to when I worked in the hospital, and you would have people in their altered mental states, and like they would they would a hundred percent believe that they were in their apartment and you were intruding, and they were going to call the cops or or fight you. So I was like, imagine you're walking down the street. Imagine like I'm in this world. I'm walking down the street. I'm going to work, but yeah. I'm actually in a hospital bed somewhere, and they're like, Mister Bell, please go back to bed. You put your clothes back. Put your clothes back on. But I'm going to work. You're going to work naked. <laughs> like, how do you? If, if there, was, if those people that I dealt with in the in the hospital were th- so a hundred percent convinced of this, who's to say that your mind isn't playing that trick on you right now? You think now? I'm in a hospital bed right now? Yeah. Well, is you? that real? <laughs> that burp? Yeah. Is everything? Is anything real? I don't know. What is real? You know, the funniest story you ever told me about about your <sighs> work at the hospital was with the Japanese man. Japanese Who man thought he, he used to be like a factory guy and oh and he was telling people to work yeah and he was screaming out the window he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. and he said oh, help help they are me he went help help they kidnapping me and we were like get down <laughs> yo he would be asleep and he'd be like oh, tell me what to do and he'd point and be like oh yeah and Angry. Said, and he said the little wife would be like, yo, he think I had work. <laughs> he tried to get the people to do the work. <laughs> Very hard looking man. It was really funny. Oh, oh. No, he was saying hope. He went, hope! <laughs> hope! They're kidnapping me! <laughs> that was... I can't believe... Thank you for bringing that back to, that memory that back hilarious. because it was gone. I died. That was, that was a really good... That. that was a... Oh, God. Man, that was so long ago. But it wasn't. I always think to myself, because now I've been doing this new job for over a year. Yeah. If tomorrow morning I had to go up and go to the hospital and work there, like, would I be able to do it? Would you? Would you I, want yeah, to do it? Yeah, I do. I miss it so much. Really? I miss over it. this job, huh? Oh, yeah, I miss it. But what, what, uh, the hours sucked. The hours sucked. And you were, like, slowly killing yourself. The work sucked. But the, the, people, the people that I worked with and the... You know what it was like? I, I don't know. You, you were all the same. Nurses, doctors, aides—they were all the same person. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, this person made more money. This person did this job, but you all worked together. You really all worked together, right up down to the to like bottom of the tall and pull up again. You were really a team. Like that was like that's what I miss about it. I miss the, the camaraderie. Yeah, the cohesiveness, the camaraderie of just—we were all in this shitty, terrible situation together, and no matter what your title was. You were miserable, <laughs> and no one appreciated you. No one cared about your job. No one cared about what you did. Everyone hated you, but you all loved each other. 
Because no matter how hard you work and how good you do, someone's mad. <clears throat> Seriously, no matter how hard you work and how and, and what you do, a patient or two or three are going to just think, think you're terrible. You know, the next patient might think you're, you know, the best thing on earth. But, you know, I'll, I just never forget the 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 people. And uh, I always think back to it and I fucking, I miss it. I really miss walking in and just, you know, just, you know, seeing who I'm working with and just being like, knowing what you got to <clears throat> deal with. And like, I used to like that with Staples. It was too. great, man. It was great. Well, like you would, <clears throat> I, you know, I, I, that's the biggest thing I miss about working there is the, everyone, all the people. The, we used to have so much fun. We fucking, when we <clears throat> worked at Staples, that was like the golden era of, <laughs> if we had walkie-talkies, I'm pretty sure the store would have closed. Oh, my God. 100%. The walkie-talkies. We never got them. We got them towards the very end. I was already at my gone. Job. You, were, you were long gone. If we had had walkie-talkies, like when, when it was the heyday of the heavy hitters at that job... It would have been, it would have been over, and and our manager Joe. Joe was there for walkie talkies. Oh, he was. Yeah. God, I can't. He was bad with them too. I can't believe I missed that. But like you know, I think like everybody maybe at some point in their life has that experience where you're where you're this tight knit group of people in this fight. Like it was like going to do battle every day. You know, you just do it at the hospital. At the hospital, and like I miss it. I kind of like you remember Black Hawk Down, yeah. Like that scene where he's eating and he's just like, "Well, what do we do now?" He's like, "Well, we go back, we do it again," and then he just leaves. That's what it was like. It's like every day you go You're back. You're equating going to the hospital to to war. war. <laughs> Is that what you do it right now? Yeah, I do actually. Why not? Well, you know, you had to. You had to. You had to be quick on your feet. You had to think quickly. You had to be of action, not reaction. You know, I mean, I didn't shoot anybody or get uh, shot at. Someone did pull a knife on me, even though it was actually a it napkin. It was a napkin, yeah. He was thoroughly convinced that he had a blade. And I went, whoa. <laughs> I tried to, and then I, you know, impersonated a police officer. I left the room and I came back in. And I was like, you... and I was like what's going on in here? And he's like, these sons of bitches are trying to steal all my stuff. And I'm like, well, that's not right. Everyone out. <laughs> all you had to do. <laughs> I didn't know that you were impersonating a cop. Yeah, I came in and I pretended to be the cops. And he played along with it. Yeah. What do you think would happen if you just played along forever? You can't. Oh. You, the the clinical like thing, the clinical procedure you're supposed to do is not to ever play into the crazy. You know, ever, mm-hmm. if it is if it's an altered mental status or or someone like you can't tell someone like schizophrenia like, "Oh yeah, they're coming right now." Like, you can't do that. Oh, shit. Did yeah. you hear that? <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't be like, did someone just tell me to jump or you? Like, you can't You can't do that to people. But there, there's some situations where you have no choice. You have to. Because you can't. Because if it's like, okay, so this guy was like 90 years old. But he was fucking strong as shit. And he was just tearing the place apart trying to get people to leave his apartment. Uh-huh. So then, like, he started trying to kick us. And he started trying to punch us. You can't restrain them with restraints against the rules. You really? can't. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't restrain them with medication anymore unless it's like very, very violent and dangerous because uh, that's considered a restraint. Medical? Like you can't restrain people in a hospital anymore. I did not know that. You're not allowed to. It's against the law in New York. You can't restrain somebody. Like, if I put a patient in the bed and put all four bed reels up, I can go to jail. Oh, my God. Because you're imprisoning the patient. You can't, you can't do that 
to a person, right? Which is, you know, understandable. But those are situations where I had to play into the crazy, where I had to just be like, what's going on in here? You know, <laughs> I became like old-timey cop, too. I was twirling my invisible baton. The, the baton twirl. Like, what seems to be the problem in here? Huh? Yeah. I remember one time there was this guy who, um, he had brain surgery and he kept, like, trying to leave. And, uh, you know, these patients on my floor, they were all extreme fall risks because they have brain surgery, strokes, stuff isn't working proper. And uh, you can't you can't tie them up. You can't, you know, restrain them. So this guy just kept trying to leave. And I was like, I got to think of something to keep this guy from fucking leaving because I had to watch five people from leaving. Mm. I had, like, they just introduced to us, like, these alternative restraint situations where it was like a vest that you could put on the person wouldn't restrain them but it had zippers and like buttons and like ties and it had like velcro and it was supposed to stimulate their brain to like because they always want to do something when they're impulsive okay so like if there's a zipper they'll just keep zipping the zipper you know they'll keep buttoning the buttons because if it's in their hands their brain like recognizes like if it's an untied shoelace type situation yeah. Where it looks like a shoe. They'll just automatically tie it. And then if you untie it, they'll what? just tie it up again. Yeah. That's unusual. Well, it's, you know, people have had brain damage. You know, these people have had traumatic brain injuries, brain damage, strokes, and stuff like that. There's one guy, he looked exactly like Igor from, like, Young Frankenstein. With the eye. With the eyes. <laughs> and uh, his name was Freddy. <laughs> and he used to constantly yell at his dog in the room, but there was no dog in the room. He'd be like, will you pipe down here? And stare toward the corner. Pipe down. Yeah, like the dog wasn't there. He would yell at his wife all the time. She wasn't there. So he kept also trying to leave. And I was just like, Freddie, listen to me. I went in there with the vest. And I was like, let me put this guy to work. And I was like, I got to make sure that you take care of all this by at least 7 o'clock or I'm going to dock your pay. And he looked at me <laughs> dead in the eyes. He went, I can't do it. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean you can't do it? And he goes, I've, I've not enough time. There's just not enough time. I said, all right, 7.30. All right, I'll try. All right. <laughs> and he literally just, I spread out the vest across the table, and he worked it. He worked it till like, he, 7 o'clock. Did he meet the production? Uh, well, he, I didn't know what the result. Did end you dock result. his pay? I didn't dock him. I gave him a fucking pretzel. Oh, good. Yeah. It was awesome. And, uh, you know, it, it got him off my back because another lady was actually yelling at a toy dog, you know. And, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, but she was serious. She, the, the dog's name is Rosie. And she was just like, Rosie! No! <laughs> just, it was, it, I, I missed the noise. I missed the screaming, the yelling. When you needed something, you just yelled for it. <laughs> I missed it. It was chaos. But it was, it was like a controlled chaos. I like a little bit, a little bit of chaos. Ah, fucking man! Now I just, I just look at computer all day. I look at papers all day. It's just so boring. It's mind numbing, right? It is. It's like it's like such a waste of time. I mean, like I, I feel better. I'm not as stressed. Obviously, I'm not as stressed. This better. hospital is so stressful. There be sometimes I would leave, and when I would come, like I would worry until the next day about something I may have forgotten or something I did wrong. You know, but you don't worry about that in an office. Well, you're not dealing with patients. You're just dealing with the billing and paperwork and, and the numbers. Sucks. <clears throat> oh, my God. It's not getting any better. No, it's getting worse. It's definitely an experience. Ew. Anyway. Yeah, I miss it, man. I, I would go back. I actually would. 
But I would be able to do it. I, I think about it all the time. Like, would I be able to to recognize the things I used to recognize in terms of people's physical conditions, mental statuses? Would mm. I be able to help people still? I think about it, and I think I could. I really think I could. You'd be a medicine man again. I'd be a medicine man. Oh I would. But I do, I, I do miss the uh, the action. Right. Too quiet where I work. Go I think we should go on a bathroom break. I want to go back. Take me back. All right, we'll, we'll be right back. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll be right. We want to welcome you back, ladies and gentlemen, from the uh, bathroom break. This beer's been rough. Oh, my God. But we're trying to get through. It's kind of what a way us. to end the year. It's kind of throwing <laughs> us off. It's kind of throwing us off. But we want to thank you all for listening wholeheartedly and making this a unforgettable year in terms of three years. And we have such love for all of you guys, really deep down from the bottom of our hearts. You really and truly are the reason that we do this show. And um, you can always contact us three beers in at gmail.com. At Three Beers In on Twitter. Anything you want to say, anything you want to do, just let, just let us know. We'll, we'll talk to you. Not to mention that this beer that we are drinking right now, and the beer that we've been drinking for the last few weeks, has been brought to you in part by Beverage Island. Ooh, you know, oh, that's great. Oh, shit. What'd you do? Beverage Island is located at 1784 Richmond Terrace in Staten Island, New York, 10310. And you can contact them by telephone, 929-369-0100. Home of Staten Island's biggest craft beer selection, 600-plus craft beer selections. If it's in a six-pack, you can grab one. You can grab two. You can grab another two from another six-pack if you, you want to. You can get three if you want. You get as many as you like. It's available to you. And not to mention, they are open New Year's Eve. That's Sunday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. So get all of your New Year's stuff at Beverage Island. And... This Friday, December 29th, which is tomorrow. tomorrow. Or today, or if today, you're listening. Or today, if you're listening. Uh, from 5 to 7 p.m., Oscar Blues Brewing is going to be down at Beverage Island doing a delicious tasting. And be sure to RSVP via Eventbrite, which you can find on the Beverage Island Instagram page. The link's in the bio. We really want to thank everybody for listening. We want to thank Beverage Island for their support and their love. We want a special shout-out to Dom of Beverage Island. For the suggestions he made tonight. And Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everyone. Well, that was nice. I feel like we should just end the show. It. it how are we going to do a show after that? I have no fucking anyway. idea. It's hot from this beer. I'm like hot from it. Oh, my God. God damn. Yeah. I got the other evil twin one. I think we should have done that one. Well, I mean, next week we'll do that because I'm are not drinking. Gonna, I'm, I, I, I don't even. I gotta, am I going to put those up in the fridge? Imagine Junior accidentally opens one and drinks it. He'll die. That's kind of like... He would... It's kind of like if, like, there's no child lock on your pills. <laughs> that's what... That's what it would be like. It's like me putting meth... No, not meth. What can you get over, like, prescription that's really bad? Oxycodone? Yeah. And I put it in, like, a fucking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday pill container. And my two-year-old's running around. He's like, mmm, candies. Candies. That's what Junior might do. He would, he would drink one of these. He'd be like, Mother Tough, heavy. Oh, let me be the judge of that. <laughs> and he's going to pass out on the first There's stars on it. Kind of. He's like, wow. Look at that. So you're going down to 
to New Orleans. I am. I'm flying out tomorrow night. For New Year's. And this is your first time on a plane, right? Yeah. I'm going to, like I said before, when I when we were talking about this, i got to post it right here. Okay. I'm going to write down on here what's going to surprise you. Okay. From the flying experience. And that means from the moment you step foot in the airport to the moment you land, there's one thing that shocked me. I look forward to okay, it. Okay, I'm going to write it down and... Um, do you want me to carry it, or like you'll leave it here for next week, and then I'll say it? Leave it here for next week, and no, I'll say it on I'll the show. I'll post it. I will paste it right under okay, here. Okay, do that. Okay, so I'll write it at the end of the show, and I'll paste yeah. it under there. Because I think that you're going to feel the similar effects that I felt. Probably. Um, going through the airport. Um, but what made you decide on Nolans? Well, I mean, Erin's going down. Well, she was going down there anyway to meet. Oh. She has, um, she's meeting her uncle and aunt down there. And then I tag. I'm, I'm now tagging along. So, yeah, that beer is tough. You know what it is? Towards the end, that stuff is going to be consumed. Yeah, that's right. I'm just tired with this beer. It's like it's made me. It's slowed me down. Ah. <sighs> yeah. Her aunt and uncle are down. This is the worst show I think we ever did. I blame the beer. To, to close out the year I'm I'm like sleepy From the I was tired on top of it And then this beer Wiped me out If this was a regular beer I have such low energy Right now If this was a regular beer I would be amped up Because I usually get A little energetic When I drink Yeah But this is killing me Because it's like We're dreading the sips Yeah I don't want to drink But anyway What I was saying Was Yeah we're going to meet down, uh, Her aunt And uncle Jesus Christ, that, I actually thought for a moment you were in trouble. I was not happy, yeah. So, it's going to be fun. It was I, your first always, time in a plane, you said, yeah? First time in a plane, always. You know, you would think driving out to Nebraska, you would think maybe a plane would be... First, right? You know, I actually did the math behind it. It would have been cheaper for me just to fly to Nebraska. Get the fuck out of here. Than the time and gas and everything just to have driving. And the dangers of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, but I liked the road trip. It was a lot of fun. I like road trips. I mean, when we drove to Virginia, nowhere near like driving to Nebraska, we had a fantastic time. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure we rehashed the entire World War II, like from when we left to when we got to Virginia. <laughs> like, like we were like, yeah. like as we were pulling in, like past Arlington, we're like, and then Berlin fell, and then the fall, of Ber- <laughs> and the unconditional surrender, and the unconditional surrender. <laughs> in May. But um, <laughs> yeah, I always it started to- with the Weimar Republic. <laughs> Uh, Let me go back. Let's go back a few years. Okay. We're talking 1862, right. Otto von Bismarck. Things are really <laughs> sketchy. Oh. No. Um, I always wanted to go to New Orleans. Always liked it. I really hope I see a couple things that I've been looking forward to. Like? like Alligators. Gators. And a jazz funeral. A jazz funeral. At least a second line march. What do you some... think? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to get the jazz wherever you I go. I really hope so. Um, have you... So wait, every time you've been to Tennessee, you've driven down? I've only been to Tennessee once. And we drove were, down once. I thought you were like a frequent no, Tennessee. No, 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 no. Only one time. You made it seem like you've been to Tennessee. You were like, Tennessee... I have been to Tennessee. Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, see, I have been. Sounds like I've been there a couple times. Like, I've been to I've the Poconos. I've been Poc- to Tennessee. I've been to the Poconos. Have you been to Florida? I've been to Florida. You only went once, though. No. Twice? Yeah. Was once when you were like three? No. How old were you? Like six. <laughs> That's double, bitch. I have been to Jersey. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you think I've been there? But uh, what do you say if you've only been to somewhere once? I've been to Tennessee once. <laughs> you have to become yeah, a once you got to let people know that, that you haven't frequented it. It's only a one-time deal. It's just a one-time So I can't say I've been to Nebraska. No, you've been there once. I've only gone there once. Yeah. You've only been to Nebraska. And you convinced me that I would love it, by the way, because there's nothing but to drink. Just drinking is what we they would, do. We would have a great time in Nebraska. Either you and I. Oh, my God. I want to know what New Orleans is like. I've always wanted to go down to New, New Orleans. I can't wait. I wanted to do that for I wanted to do that for my bachelor party, and you looked at me and you went, "Nah, nah." No, yeah. the original plan was New Orleans. Well, I don't, I don't know why we can't just go down to New Orleans. Because you don't want to go anywhere anymore. You scout won't... out New Orleans for me. Tell right. me if I'd like. Are there guns? A... Are there guns? I don't know. Find out if there's guns. I mean, there's gun violence there. No, no. I, I, <laughs> granted, you know, but... we are in the United States, but if there's like gun range. Or if you can get me to, like, Catfish Cooley's crib where I can just Why would shoot... you want to go shoot guns in New Orleans? You could shoot guns anywhere. I'm pretty sure it's dirt cheap to shoot guns in New Orleans compared to up here, mm. where it's, like, 10 bucks for 10 shots of, like, That's a 22. Good. That's a good point. Where down there, they're like, hell, man, I'll give you ammo right out of my back pocket. You used to be able to buy a brick of 22 ammo for 15 bucks. Yeah. It's, well, like, 500 rounds. Those days are gone. I really do want to go to Guns for Hire with Erin, especially, because she's... Dying to fire. She a wants weapon. to shoot a gun. Yeah, she's dying to fire a weapon. Yeah, and I would like her to see the full thing, like loading it and stuff. And I wouldn't want her to start off with like a twenty-two. I think you got to start off with a nine millimeter. A handgun. Hey, nothing compares. I think if to... I go next time I go, I'm just gonna fu- use a. I'm just gonna do an AR. That's it. If if they have the scar, because I know it was not working last time we went, I would get that. I think if I had a, only one choice. It'd be no handgun. I would want to shoot a um, a car ninety eight because it was there, and we chose the Mosin instead. Car ninety eight wasn't like a surplus; that was like a real rifle. Nah, I I don't need to shoot sniper rifles. The Mauser? You don't want to shoot the Mauser? Nah, I would want to shoot the Mauser. I want to shoot something fun. ARs? Yeah, they're not that fun. They're very fun. They're really not that. What fun. are you talking about? Handguns are much more exhilarating. One of my one of my, my favorite ones was I like the uh, the the nine millimeter AR. Yeah, that thing was cool. You felt the spring. It had no kick. Yeah, it had no kick to it. Imagine shooting an uh, AR with a twenty two in it. That would be cool. That'd be like a paintball gun, but it could kill you. Yeah, it'll hurt. <laughs> it'll definitely do some damage. You definitely die from that. You could definitely die from that. So without a doubt. But I do I do think she should be given the full experience. I mean, you know, give her full Sun- America. Why not? Instead right? of Sunset Hill, where they do it for you, man. Let me let her fucking rack it. Sunset Hills is kind of cool with the variety. They do have a lot of variety, and the the speed at which you can shoot a lot of guns. Like with with this place, you know, you have to go. You you grab the gun and you got to wait. You go yeah. shoot, and if you want another gun, you got to do the whole process over over again. again. Yeah. So you can maybe shoot three guns in like. Three hours. Yeah. Well, I, I would say Sunset Hill is for someone who's never shot before. If you want to get, like, a full wide range of, like, you know, shooting experience and stuff, Sunset Hill is cool. Plus, they have skeet shooting, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, skeet shooting is so fun. I'm debating just going there just to do that. Because that's a lot of fun. Yeah, with the 10-gauge, too. Yeah, ba 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 If I can blast your shoulder out. I, I did like how that... Jesus, Rob. You, oh, my God. I can't believe you did that just now. I drew... I can't, believe, I can't believe you drank that much of that. You're gonna, th- are you gonna throw up? Oh, that was the, fake. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
I'm glad that beer's over with. But I, I, I do like that you could bounce around from, from different guns. Yeah. And they do have the, the, the Sniper 308, which was that thing's kind of exhilarating cool. to fire that. Like, a lot of people who are anti-gun, I understand the sentiment there. I understand why they're anti-gun. Um, I do look at the uh, Second Amendment people and, like, their argument mm. and, like, a lot of the quotes of people uh, back in the founding fathers time when you it's like one of the famous ones is if you take away the people's guns you take away their teeth which is true you know that the only thing that keeps the government accountable it's but, a little bit of uh, a little vitriolic i don't think so i mean you know i'll give you a perfect example of like how if you if you took the guns away from the people like look at like syria and afghanistan like those people they had just they just had guns, yeah. All right, and look at the fucking fight they put up against professional armies. Yeah, you know. So there's your example right there. People who would say like, "Well, you can't fight," you know, the U.S. military. Well, you can. You could totally. You could totally fight them. So look at Iraq. The insurgency there. The insurgency there. So ten years. You could be effective in terms of a resistance if if need be. That's just saying. But I do understand people that are anti gun. But if you've never fired a gun before. When you do, it changes how you think about them. It really does. It changes your life. It does because, like, you're first of all, the first time you hold one, you're you're like, oh my god, I'm holding a gun. You always hear about them. You always see them on television. You always see the terrible things that they do and all that stuff. And now you're holding one in your hand, and, and it seems one. so harmless when it's just there, just a hunk of metal, inanimate, sitting there doing nothing. And then when they have you shoot it dry, just a little, little click. Nothing happens. And then they're like, "All right, it's live." And you, when you first fire that bullet, it's just out of it's just you can't even compare it to anything else in the world. You can't. I said to someone that they were like, "How could you describe?" It? I was like, "I don't know. Put an M80 in your hand, blow it up, and you be fine." That's what it's like. <laughs> I mean, how else would you describe it to someone who's never done it before? I don't. I don't know. It, it's surprising. It's very shocking. It sneaks up on you. It's extremely shocking. That's why you always miss your second shot. Because you now expect the complete mayhem. That's, but, but you're terrible at a handgun anyway. Yeah, I, I do have to get better at that. You, you were really bad. I'm not that bad. You're terrible. I mean, I could kill you with my handgun. You could, but I'm just saying, when we compared targets, I was a bit of a natural. I'm a natural shot. Yeah, you're so good. Okay? I'm a natural shot. You remember the bow? I always talk about the bow. The fucking bow. The proud moment for me. <laughs> I was a ringer with a bow and arrow. And then you give me a handgun with no sights, I was still good. With that revolver. That revolver didn't have sights. What revolver? Remember they gave us the, the, the Italian version of the Colt Where? revolver at Sunset Hill? Do you remember they? that? Yeah. No, I don't recall so that. So it, it doesn't have a rear sight. It has a front sight. And they're like, you have to line up. There's no groove on the, on the barrel That's or, very or on Italian. the receiver. No, no, it was a complete, it was a total replica of a cult weapon back in the Civil, like, the Civil War, like the Wild West era, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, you actually had to um, pull back the hammer every time. And, like, the people, I remember you were there. The, the guy, I was there, I don't the recall. The instructors hated it because loading it and unloading it was, was ridiculously difficult because you had to, you had to peel back the, uh, the, like, the revolver uh, lock, and then you had to push out every single round. Every single casing had to be pushed out. And then you had to load every single 
round into the revolver, close it, and then you had to pull the hammer back, and then you could fire it. So it's very redundant. But also the bad thing about it was there was no sights on it. It was just a, a little, like almost like a shotgun sight on the on the tip of the barrel. And that was it. And that was it. So it's very hard to, that type of gun, you had to actually just kind of ballpark it. You were like, all right. Uh, Dead. Yeah, but yeah, you know, <laughs> hope for the bear. But you were, you didn't even hit the target with that one. And I mean, I'm not saying that, you know. I don't remember that one. I remember. I remember. I remember the 44 Magnum. That's stupid, that gun. I hit the target with that. Yeah, but that gun's dumb. It's a cool gun. It's just too much gun. Too much gun. There's never too much gun. My gun. It's a dirty Harry gun. Do I feel lucky? Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, that's it? <laughs> they just ended the show. Wait, should I should I keep going? No, it can end the show. Well, how much time we have left? We're good. End it. No, tell me how much time we have left. No time. How much time we have? Zero time. Thank you for listening, everybody. Happy we're, New Year. 2018, we're going to start this show off um, with less of a bang than this beer. Because it kind of so wiped more of a bang than this beer. No. No more alcohol? Bigger this- bang. Barley wine. Yes. Thanks for tuning Blue in, ladies wine. and gentlemen. We can't wait to hear from you guys in 2018. Amen. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs>